0: I'm Scott. I'm Bill. And And we're we're The the Trade Trade Guys. Guys. You're listening to The Trade Guys, a podcast produced by CSIS where we talk about trade in terms that everyone can understand. I'm H. Andrew Schwartz and I'm here with Scott Miller and Bill Reinch, the CSIS Trade Guys. On this very special episode of The Trade Guys, I left The Trade Guys at home because I wanted to interview Representative Ileana Ross-Layton. She's a Republican from Florida, and she chaired the House Foreign Relations Committee from 2011 to 2013. She will have retired when you hear this, but this is a really terrific interview, and as you'll hear, she's got a lot of really thoughtful and interesting ideas on trade and about how the politics of trade are changing, all on this episode of The Trade Guys. Miami's like my favorite place, second home away from home. So,
1: hey, I like that. And if that's true, then you've been all over my district because I've got Miami Beach, Coral Gables, Key Biscayne, Little Havana. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, so I wanted to ask you. how has your stance on trade policy evolved over time, from being a, a no on NAFTA and the WTO to a yes on a slew of different trade agreements later in your career?
1: Well, you are so right. Thank you for uh, first of all, thank you for for this opportunity. But uh, you're so right. I opposed NAFTA in '93 because Mexico at that time did not have a uh, the best uh, leadership, and Mexico was heavily involved with trading with uh, with Cuba uh, I opposed established establishing the WTO then the next year in 94 but I, I voted against withdrawing in 2000 because um, well I saw that uh, that that changes were, were possible and uh, at that point I thought we are going to be able to to make the changes that we want I opposed granting China normal trade relations in 2000 that same year. and why because of the human rights abuses because the rule of law concerns and and in fact twice as many Republicans voted in favor as, as Democrats uh, but but I opposed it because of China's uh, China's record and uh, and I think that's why you've got to make that kind of distinction. Who are we trading with? I supported trade agreements with Colombia, a good ally South sure. Korea, Panama. CAPTA DR, which was the Dominican Republic and uh, Central American countries, with Bahrain, with Singapore, with Chile, but unlike China and Russia, because those were despotic uh, countries. But I am in favor of uh, of free trade agreements with uh, with free and fair and allied countries. So I oppose granting then later um, Russia normal trade relations. It would have repealed. Jackson Bannock, but I voted yes on the bill. Why? You know, in legislation, you, you've got to look at at the totality of the bill. This was our vehicle to get the Magnitsky Act. And the Magnitsky Act has been the premier, the premier bill uh, and law that we have used to sanction human rights violators. So in order to get to the good stuff, you have to swallow uh, some of the some of the bad stuff. But uh but what we've seen is that we my philosophy is we've got to choose our trading partners carefully. Right. Some regimes don't have any interest in complying with standards on human rights, don't have any interest in complying with the rule of law. And they're not going to change no matter how much we trade with them. We have this romantic notion that if we trade with them, they will be more democratic. We have seen that 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 is not uh, that is not the case. Um, Clinton made the argument that trade with China was about national security. And that was really a mistaken belief that economic openings and free market reform, all of this would lead to democracy, would lead to respect for the rule of law, would lead to a full array of of political uh, rights for the Chinese people, human rights for the Chinese people. And Obama, President Obama, made the same misguided argument about Cuba. And what have we seen after opening up to Cuba supposedly? Well, that regime is more repressive than ever, no matter how much window dressing and propaganda they push. And uh, what we've seen are traditionally the Democratic Party was the party that argued against free trade agreements, usually because of human rights or labor concerns in the partner country, as well as concerns that American jobs would move overseas so we've seen a, kind of a, a shift in, uh, in in trade policy and the feelings and, the, and and the underpinnings of trade policy because we saw what happened globalization, globalism, multilateralism they've become dirty words in recent years. why because politicians underestimated the negative impact of trade deals, especially with China, joining the WTO, the negative impact on American jobs and industries, and overestimated how much trade could help spread liberal ideas. And now we see what's interesting is that President Trump, a Republican president, now embodies this movement.
0: Well, you really you've really hit in. on something here, Congresswoman. You you've been in the House for over thirty years. You've been chairwoman of the House Foreign Relations longer Committee
1: longer than you've been alive, I believe.
0: <laughs> no, not quite. I'm a little <laughs> little older than that. But Almost. you've you, you've seen a lot, and you've seen support shift on trade over time. Democrats had been anti-trade, became pro-trade. Why the shift?
1: Well, I think that that we have been seeing as abdicating U.S. sovereignty because of these trade deals. People have, have, uh, have, have looked at what, what has happened in our economy, and they said, well, what about, you know, why not America first? What about manufacturing? All of our goods are, uh, have been made somewhere else. Um, the strength to globalism and multilateralism uh, and all these multilateral organizations, uh, especially with China joining the WTO, has not produced uh, a real income enhancer for the American public. They look at their they look at their at their paycheck and, uh, and what they've seen is that China is favoring its own industries. they're discriminating against the uh, US companies. Uh, they're involved in currency manipulation and illegal subsidies. even though China's a member of the WTO and the WTO rules say, hey this isn't allowed. You can't you can't favor your own companies. You can't do uh, subsidies. So I always say that the problem isn't free trade. The problem is the countries uh, with which we're making deals and that the deals aren't being enforced. Countries like China don't play by the rules. We need to be more strategic in our approach. And that's been that's been the real the real focus.
0: What do you think of the politics of trade in the Congress right now?
1: Well, it's been it's been uh, quite quite a change and, and all of it. It really I know I keep saying China uh, joining the WTO, but that really brought it home to people. Uh, President Trump has been uh, has got a good pulse on the American public. And they're thinking, you know, how has this trade benefited me? Has it benefited my my family? And look, I'm not in favor of Trump's tariffs and I'm not in favor of these trade wars. But what we need to do is vigorously enforce the deals on the books, bring cases to the WTO, challenge China, uh, impose penalties on China for, uh, for the subsidies and favoring its own, its own companies, and expand trade opportunities with countries that play by the rules and see the world in the same way that we do. We've got a lot of allied countries. Uh, we should favor them. We've got to look at it through a lens of human rights, uh, human liberty, and, and that would be a way of undercutting China and its predatory practices and, and build a system that's based on trust, that's built on freedom, that's built on fairness. And that's what the American people see. They see that these trade uh, uh, deals has not, has not helped them at all. In fact, they see jobs going overseas. And I think that we in the Congress underestimated that negative impact on trade deals. And until we get this right, until we see, my gosh, are these trade deals hurting American jobs? Are they hurting American industries? And I think that we're going to keep getting it uh, wrong. And I think that uh, President Trump's trade policies will be gaining favor because people are saying, Hey, i have not. I'm not. Uh, i have not benefited for this. So we should. We should deal and uh, and and help partner countries. Do we should this- punish countries that aren't that aren't playing by the rules.
0: Do you Do you think this is something um, that Republicans and Democrats can work on together in the next Congress and with this president?
1: Absolutely. I'm very optimistic. Even though I will not uh, not be here, I think that. More Republicans and Democrats can work on why free trade is good. Free trade agreements allow U.S. exports to enter countries with fewer barriers. It gives American businesses a much-needed boost in revenues. And, and uh, I think that we need to uh, we need to have the American public understand this that there's a, a fundamental misconception regarding free trade agreements because the U.S. economy is a very open one. And free trade agreements are primarily about removing the barriers in other countries to U.S. exports. So people don't really don't really get that. Uh, not because that they're silly or stupid. No, no, no. We have not done our job of saying, uh, you know, when we talk about free trade, it's to help American businesses so that our our products can go to other countries and without without having these. Uh, Uh, punishing uh, tariffs and and fees, small businesses will be able to export more. Um, Foreign trade barriers have got to come down, and that can only happen if we get more trade agreements that will help level the playing field. And I know that's a cliche, and people are always talking about leveling the playing field, but that's that's so true. The U.S. doesn't have that level playing field, and we've got to get rid of, of barriers. But So in that case, case, you can make the argument, Democrats and Republicans together, that free trade is good for the American economy. But on the other hand, free trade can be bad. Why? Look, you've got countries like China undermining U.S. businesses abroad, putting uh, our companies at a severe disadvantage. And what happens? That results in, in lost sales and jobs. So... We've got to we've got to choose our trade partners in the right way. If uh, if regimes don't have any interest in human rights or the rule of law, why do we think that we're going to by trading with them we're going to make them into democracies? I think that the American public sees through that and they say, no, this is not a good deal for me, uh, and and, uh, and I'm going to be opposed. So it's kind of shifted where the Republicans were always the, the free traders. And, you know, in a generalized way, and whenever you generalize, of course, there are always exceptions. But the Democrats would always put uh, barriers, saying, no, we've got to have fair trade, and they've got to support workers' rights, etc. And I think the American people are more inclined to be opposing trade deals because they support U.S. workers, and they see the U.S. workers are being hurt because of these trade deals because we're not making reforms in efficiency and flexibility or oversight. So let's choose our trade partners carefully. Uh, let's not think that trading with them is going to make them democracies that hasn't worked in, in Russia or China or many, any other places, and instead get the best deal that we can, remove the barriers so that American businesses have that level playing field.
0: Congresswoman, I know you have a vote coming up, so we're going to let you go, but cannot thank you enough. Bless you for your service for all these years in the United States Congress. You will be missed in, on Capitol Hill, but I know you'll still be uh, around and your your thoughts and your presence will still be with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, and
1: us. I'm looking forward to it. We want to do everything we can to promote American businesses and get good deals with uh, partner countries, not with our enemies.
0: You got it. We'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Gracias, amigo.
0: To our listeners, if you have a question for the Trade Guys, write us at tradeguys at csis.org. That's tradeguys at csis.org. We'll read some of your emails and have the Trade Guys react to it. Also now on Spotify, so you can find us there when you're listening to The Rolling Stones or you're listening to Tom Petty or whatever you're listening to. Thank you, Trade Guys. Thank you. You've been listening to The Trade Guys, a CSIS podcast.